to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fouts, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We're covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 48. Chris, the final episode. We made it. We're there. <sighs> Hal, a fucking Louie, Dave. I am so fucking pleased we are at the. I want to go to bed before 10 o'clock. But uh, oh, look, it's been an amazing journey. Everyone, you know, the, the Facebook, obviously the Discord channel through Patreon has been amazing. I'm just so pleased. And we can't thank everybody enough. We've said it loads of times. We're proper humble and Look, we love Love Island, but two months is a hell of a slog day. And we've done it. We've done it. We got to the end. Yeah, I, I do have to say, I, uh, the feedback on this season is all over the place. Some people declaring it the worst season ever, some the best season ever. Some just say, I, th- I think I'm somewhere in the middle where it's just been really lumpy. You know, we've had some episodes where it's like, yeah, that really didn't need to be there. The whole Priya and brett episode i I didn't need any of that um but yeah it's it's been great because for us having that additional interaction as well with the like say the the patreon the and the facebook as well as has got more active hasn't it it's just enhanced that experience so for me it's been kind of my favorite season i have to say but like you say we (laughs) As as most things, it's not the most thorough research. We didn't quite appreciate it was going to be, you know, two months instead of six weeks. <laughs> I think that extra two weeks is a killer, isn't it? It's like, oh, oh my hell. God. I mean, I mean we've both, we've actually both arranged holidays around it. And which is, you know, it's not us moaning or wanting a pity party, you know. I, I recorded every day while I was on holiday. You did the same and you ended up having to arrange a holiday so you, you could get a break. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, that's commitment day. Whatever anyone thinks of us, it, it is commitment. And it's just been good fun. Like the, the people just taking the piss. I mean, look, everybody's agreed, Dave, on this series. The highlight has been my reality radar because it's just <laughs> been so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as accurate as the English weather, but I just love playing up to it. I love everyone just like taking this out of me going, fuck off, Chris. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think for all the other seasons that we've done, you say, oh, yeah, Dave, my uh, reality radar. And I just like, hmm, right. I just go along with it and just show up. But it seems this season, everyone's like, Fucking reality right now. What is this? All these predictions are shite. You know, yeah. if you guys start logging them down and going back to them. <laughs> Even tonight, the four that I said I'd win it, because I just had this weird feeling Teddy and Faye were going to win it. And I got the top four fucking wrong. How can you get four out of Every four single wrong, place wrong. <laughs> wrong. People are calling me out on Facebook saying that I'm fucking Phil Neal. Anybody who gets you said that to me a few weeks ago. Like Chris comes, someone put on Facebook, which I is agree. brilliant. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've someone been called last out. Night. Someone last night, which was like, Chris will say something. Dave will disagree and give his opinion. And then Chris will say, I agree. I tell you, yeah. it's not Phil Neal. It's the guy from the Fast Show, isn't it? Do you remember yeah, 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 the one yeah. that used to just change what he agreed with? Oh, <laughs> fucking these people just calling me out, Dave, for what we have. And that's the problem, isn't it? Because I love it. I just love that interaction. Everyone just ripping me and stuff. It's been brilliant. I mean, I've got loads of pelters on the Discord. Lauren, Hannah, they proper, even tonight, I think Hell's calling me out tonight, Dave. But it, it's been good. It's been such good fun. And and the reason we're probably talking about this, because I thought this last episode was an absolute non-event, to be honest, Dave. Why is it on for an hour and a half? It is fucking boring and tedious, isn't it? Oh. This could be condemned. Laura Whitmore said at quarter to ten, the votes are finished. And I went to Sam, oh, thank fuck, it's going to, is it finishing at ten? It's not half ten as usual for it's half ten. I'm like, how the hell have we got another yeah. 45 minutes of this nonsense? It's... It's very formulaic, isn't it? Um, and I, I don't know. I, I don't think it needs to be an hour and a half, but I kind of feel like for the logistics, 
the way they want to do it. They want the voting to happen right up until, you know, midway through the episode. Mind you, they, they don't necessarily need that, that they, they could close the voting just before the episode starts and do it that way. I, I don't know. What I would say, Chris, is apparently Laura Whitmore got paid about 600 grand for uh, doing this now. series and, you know, for, uh, what, half an hour on screen in total? I mean, Dave. 50 grand for the winners and Laura Whitmore pockets 600 grand for that. There's fucking one winner, Chris. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm so glad you brought her up, Dave, because I'm going to call myself out before I get into what I want to say, because Sam is literally tearing her hair out when she listens to the podcast. Because she's like, isn't it my fucking thing? And I think I've seen it <laughs> on the show or something's come in my head. And she goes, I said that weeks ago. So. Sam said, and I think it's a great description of Laura Whitmore. I think, look, me personally, I think Laura Whitmore is like a fucking plank award. She's a terrible presenter, Dave. I think she's awful. It's just, just rubbish, completely garbage. Tonight was terrible. Every time they come back from a break, she's dancing. I'm like, oh, that's just cringe fucking levels. And then when she was doing the whole at the end bit was just fucking terrible. But Sam said she's very much like Tess Daly. Now, Sam loves Strictly Come Dancing. Mm. I'll watch it now and again. I used to love it when Flavia was on, Dave, because I did like a bit of Flavia. But um, I don't watch it per se. I'll watch the odd bit. And even I'll sit there because Sam's watched it for years. She loves it. And I'll go, oh, his hands aren't right. You know, and all this, I'm like, oh, my God, Chris, turn it off. Go and play on the Xbox or something. And I'll, I'll but she's like Tess Daly Whitmore where she's fucking useless and reading off the auto cue. I, I was like, Oh my God. And Tess Daly's is saying they try and be genuine and they're not. And I don't, I don't know if anyone else feels the same, but I just feel like I might as well fucking talk to my fucking kitchen cupboard door, Dave. I'd get more personality out of it. I just do. I think they need to shake it up and what better way to shake it up than having two middle-aged <laughs> fucking men. Do it. You could be like the Ian Sterling because I don't think Ian's been at his best, and I could be the presenter, Dave. Reality radar and everything—it'd be perfect. I have just had a new baby, and you're you're just properly throwing the boot in there. <laughs> well, I'm only saying, Dave, and I'm not. I'm not going to change your mind on this. Don't you come in with your argument, and I fucking go. I agree, Dave. I agree. I'm not doing it with this. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Well, Chris, I, I was furiously scrolling to find your predictions, and, and here we go. It was Faye and Teddy first, Millie and Liam second, <laughs> Kaz and Tyler third, Chloe and Toby fourth. That takes some skill to get every single place wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went, uh, what did I do? Uh, I went Chloe and Toby first, Liam and Millie second, Kaz and Tyler third, Faye and Teddy fourth. So all of mine were wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking. I got the oh, two and yeah. three the wrong way around and three and four the wrong way around. So we're both equally shit, Chris. Shit, basically. We're both shit, aren't we? And what did you think? Because the episode was bobbing. They got a salsa lesson. Garbage. It's we had a star day. In it. it's, always, it's always the same, isn't it? You know, yeah. you get the salsa, you get the spa day, you get the um, writing the declarations of love and everything. It's well, yeah. I, yes, and also there was a couple of little bits of a couple of hail marys through in there, Dave. So Toby and Chloe became a boyfriend and girlfriend, and Liam and Millie. Mm. Liam's was was the most calculated of a lot. The last VT before they announce it, and then he's. I mean, to be fair, I think the, Hannah the said the was closed. Vote finished. Yeah, you said it. The voting yeah, yeah. the closed, and 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 it doesn't matter about that. But it was more like clever gameplay, and I don't know whether they'd realised that. But yeah, it was just all oh, nice and nice. I know we always go on about it, but like fucking the way everyone reacted and everything, and Millie, it's like it's like Liam just asked her to marry him. I I yeah. honestly, I for a moment. You know, that split second, I was like, has he just proposed? Because yeah. I, what I was seeing and, and the reaction and everything, it's like, no, no, it's just boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, right, right. Okay, that fucking nonsense. <laughs> We're still yeah. doing that, are we? Even though the voting's closed. It's just bollocks. And Chris, obviously, you know, everyone knows the, the result now. If they're listening to this. So Liam and Millie win. Uh, I must admit, I was a bit shocked. I did see uh, someone had put up, I think it was on Facebook, and put that um, on Millie's Instagram, there was like a, a vote for Millie and Liam, 
And if you screenshot it, send it into them, and they'll give you some free makeup. Oh my god, that's, that's a quite expensive way of getting votes for like what is essentially a free vote, isn't it? You know, you just yeah. download the app. But it's like ang about this is this seems a bit wrong. This, but you know, ultimately Millie had m- the most Instagram followers. I think you know if you totted up just the Instagram followers, then Millie and Liam did seem to be the most popular couple. Oh, I tell you what, Dave, as well, and they were the most popular, and I still didn't work it out because everyone in our circle was like, I don't want them to win because of Liam being a cheat and stuff. Yeah, and, and there is look. I said it yesterday, all four couples, there's a redemption story in all of them, whether you want to buy it or not. Faye for just being Faye. And obviously, Teddy wasn't completely innocent in Castlemore. He, he, he doesn't necessarily get away, but he obviously her reaction was ridiculous. Toby, as we know, Tyler and Liam. So all four couples have had it tested where basically the lads have been, the lads bar Faye, the other three, was, was the lads have all been sort of a bit dodgy. So it, it's it's interesting. It's got that, but I watched it. I mean, and we saw it. We, we had a message about I think it was from Lib saying that um, Liberty was a bit cocky on this morning, and I watched the interview. I don't think she was, but I, I do think that I feel a bit sorry for Jake. You know, Dave, a little bit sorry for. And I thought Eamon Holmes. I mean, I like Eamon Holmes because he's a United fan usually, but he was a dickhead in that interview. I just thought he he was he really trying to be it was smart. Fucking hilarious, didn't he? Yeah, thought like you know these these. This young couple uh, crushed, probably. I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, for the last week, I would say, I was like, well, I'm about 95% Jake is playing a game, but 5% of me is thinking, is he just a bit crap, really? Is, is it more that like he comes across that he's playing a game, but he's just a bit shit? And since, you know, that, that kind of final boat thing and, and then the interviews outside... I do think he he had genuine feelings for her. And I think he's he's kind of open to something else happening. I think it's a closed door from Liberty, from what I saw. I don't know if people are, are picking up on that. You know, the fact that she's just, you know, she's not flicking her hair and like getting all gooey eyed over Jake or something. She's just, as far as I'm concerned, that she's closed the door on Jake. But yeah, I, I agree. I see what you mean. Um, but yeah, Eamon Holmes, I... I could be the United thing, but I haven't liked him for years. I think he's a prick. He, he thinks he's much funnier than he is. Um, and in that interview, he was just being a knob. Yeah, he was. He was just, I mean, he watches all the reality stuff. When you watched Big Brother and Love, he's been on all the After Sun stuff and Big Brother used to go on, you know, Big Brother's Little Brother. He, he does watch all this. So you'd think he'd be a bit more respectful. But I think what it is as well, a lot of celebrities and that, they hate the reality TV people. So it's because they, they get a massive career by not doing like like the X Factor. You know, a lot of musicians just completely hate the X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, don't they? Because of people just go on there and they're like, well, we've had to work, we've had to do gigs all around the country and all this stuff. And but at the end of the day, you get your break, whatever you get your break for me. You know, we did it for a long time. We we were just a covers band, but you you build yourself, don't you? So if you're lucky to do that, I don't mind something like that. If you get a career out of it, fair enough. They're going to be on, they're going to be, I said it last night, but they're literally going to be on the opening of a fucking packet of Chris, the way it's going, all these now. If you Careful what you wish for, but these fuckers are going to be on every show going, fucking Keith Lemon's rubbing his hands as we speak, Dave, thinking, oh, I've got all of these on fucking Celebrity Juice. So, they're all just going to turn up and, and that's just the nature of these reality shows. They've, they've got to, it's a career. So fair fucks to I'd say, but I, I do think like looking at the whole dynamic of it all with Liberty, she will not be allowed to get with Jake officially anyway, because if she's got a proper management team behind her, her narrative is being, mm-hmm. which is great, a strong woman who is for, you know what? I deserve better. She does deserve better. The way Jake treated is wrong. She does deserve better. And I, I think he'll try his best to get back with her, but if she wants to make some serious money, she does not go near Jake, Dave. And mm. she will, she'll be, she'll be, she'll. I'm predicting, reality radar, Dave. She's going to have a massive career off the back of this, at least for a year or so, make a lot of money because of what she's done. And, and fair play to her. Yeah, I mean, look at Amy. Mm. You know that that moment's iconic, isn't it? And and <sighs> Chris. The we were talking in the in the chat, weren't we, about kind of 
the 50 grand is a shit sum really isn't it <laughs> you know it's not winning that 50 grand so 25 grand each look if someone offers it you to you you're going to take it but it's not it's not properly going to change your life is it no and no. i think the fact that um people give up you know these couples have given up what the two months plus all the auditioning and everything like that uh go through all of these new people coming in the villa you know and they've got through and they're the winning two at the end and it's like 50 grand it's almost as if the show is saying look we know this isn't fucking why people are here (laughs) people are here to make themselves you know pretty much instant celebrities and they'll make a career out of it after this so like you say they're all doing something aren't they yeah, they all pop up on these little shows. That, you know, you're just flicking through, and it's like, oh, there's such, such a body. You know, and uh, it, it does change lives. It does change lives for them. So, you know, that's that's ultimately why they're here. Chris, how how long do you give Liam and Millie on the outside? I'd say until the OK magazine deals run out, Dave. So I'm saying six months. I think out of the four that are there, and I wanted to talk about this, I think Tyler and Kaz are going to be the first ones to split up because Tyler's body language was telling me when he was, he might, I mean, someone said on the Discord, it's actually, it's just quite awkward, which could be the truth. But once they knew they weren't going to win it, his whole demeanour, I thought, towards Kaz changed, Dave. And he might have been gutted. He might need the money. I've I've got no problem with that. I do think they, they didn't deserve to be third. They should have been a lot higher. But... I do think that when he was talking, his body language, he was blinking, he was turning away. He's not, I think he's going to drop Kaz pretty quick. I agree. His kind of body language was a bit off, wasn't it? But I, it's a weird one. You know, he might have been going into that, you know, final vote and thinking, yeah, I'm in with a chance here. Um, so it must be a bit deflating, I would think. Yeah. It did, did yeah. seem a bit off. Um out of them, I, I I reckon, well, first Liam and Millie, I reckon about three months. Okay. I reckon they'll continue their holiday romance, you know, and when they get back, it will still be a holiday romance. And then the practicality of them being three hours away from each other. People don't typically travel, do they? That, that in the UK is considered a long-distance relationship. And Liam, from what he was like with his family, he does seem very home-based, doesn't he? I, I, I don't know if he's going to up sticks and move to London. And so I, I'm going to put Liam and Millie at three months. Um, Kaz and Tyler, I don't know. Wait, the thing is, despite all the Casseramore stuff, and he, he was flaky as fuck in that, I thought when they were together, they had you know, a genuine chemistry there. So I, I I'm probably going to put, put them at three months as well. Um, Chloe and Toby, you know, I reckon they, they might even break a year, Chris. I, I reckon the, the thing is they I think they said last night, didn't they? Um, you know, whenever you see Chloe and Toby, they're either laughing, snogging or, yeah, you know, yeah. talking. So I, I think, I, I think they have a genuine chemistry as well and just seem to have a lot of fun take the piss out of each other. I, I think they will last longer than all of the other couples. And Faye and Teddy, I, I will measure it more in terms of blowouts. <laughs> so, so, so I reckon uh, Teddy will survive three Faye blowouts before he calls it a day. Yeah, I think at least three or possibly four. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then then it'll be uh, completely over. But yeah, Dave, look, and I'm going to say it. I know people are going to go for me, but I'm pretty close to you. I, I, it's either <laughs> way. No, I am because I, I think the timelines are just there that it's going to play out. Even Chloe and Toby. Look, I'm sure you've tried it at, years ago in long distance relationship. They don't work, Dave. They don't necessarily work. One mm. of you has got to, one of you has got to give, basically. You yeah. can't live like that. A friend of mine is in a relationship and, and his partner lives an hour away. And that works because they both got 
they're older, but they've both got a house each. They see each other at weekends and in the week they don't. And that works. And that's where thingy, because you don't want to give up his house. You don't give her a house. The problem with these relationships and Molly May and Tommy were very clever because Molly May has made some proper coin off the back of this. Tommy Fury always going to because of his brother and he's, he is, look, he's fighting this weekend, but the guy he's fighting's lost lost like fucking 10 fights he's, or 26 fights <laughs> he's lost. Fucking garbage. But Tommy Fury's chasing that Jake Paul fight for, for the big money. Who's the social media guy. And they, they have basically been together. It's when the, you're in the trenches, Dave, when the electricity bill's coming in. When they fucking need shopping, you've run out of milk, bread. These are real life things. A lot of the guys are a lot younger. And I know that not all of them may have never lived at home, but it's like they're real things. You've got to find money for this. And that always puts a strain, Dave, on a relationship. And, and you know, I know they're going to live a different life to probably what we are for the first few months. But when it all calms down and the phone stops ringing, and I know it's a cliche, that's when you'll see whether there's a relationship at the end of it. So, so they'll live a, a little, might live a whirlwind off the extension of Love Island now. They'll be, mm. if they can travel, they'll be tending them to a beef, herb, all that sort of thing. But I, I think ultimately, you're right. The three to six month period is when most of these, I just think Kaz and Tyler is going to be within the first week. He just looked really awkward. And Kaz doesn't deserve that, but I just think he looks really awkward, Tyler. And it could just be he was mm. nervous, to be fair. But yeah, but I mean, he's been in front of TV cameras for the last few weeks. <laughs> Um, who knows? Who knows? I tell you what, I found interesting, uh, Chris. So Faye was talking to Laura and she said she was going to quit. She felt like quitting. Now, I don't know exactly when that was. Um, and what we've seen of uh, Faye in this last two months is that she loves to create a story around herself. So I'm not sure if she's deliberately sort of saying that, being a bit dramatic about it. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was after that whole movie night blowout um, and she's probably been talked around by the producers. Yeah, she could have been. And, and also, where would she have gone? If she was all cards in on Teddy, which she is, and you can say whatever you think of their relationship and her attitude, which you know I'm not a fan of, there is a proper chemistry there, Dave. Even when the cameras panned away from him, Teddy's kissing her on the, the neck and the, the shoulder and uh, the shoulder, sorry, on the fucking cheek and that. So, so there's that natural affection that mm. we never saw with Jake and Liberty and that. So there is a chance for them. There is a chance. And she said she's going to move from Devon and all this. So, I mean, if I was fucking Teddy, I'd move to Devon because it's fucking lovely, isn't it? But he, <laughs> he's, he, she's going the other way. Obviously, career opportunities. There's mean. Not, not many paparazzi around Devon, I don't think. No, not really. <laughs> they need to be getting the free nightclub entries, and yeah, yeah, they do. To be fair, but but there is a chance for them. I will say there is a natural chemistry. Look, the way she reacted, and she she acknowledged it a few times, hasn't she? She's acknowledged it, whether she's been prompted or she's had to self-evaluate by the producer or just by us, hopefully by herself. She is aware when she goes, all bets are off. She's mm. got to calm that down as she gets older. She's got to just for herself for her own mental health and her own relationship. She'll never be in a stable relationship if she's like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. You know, people can surprise you. And uh, let's see. I, I think yeah. certainly three out of the four couples are definitely gone within the year, aren't they? Oh, 100%. <laughs> now, Dave, we have had our final two emails of the series. So nice. our great friend Hennessy sent us an email. It's a good one. Love Island too self-aware. Guys, I've been on the reality TV cast bandwagon for quite some time. So I thought it's a good time to pose a question that you can discuss now at the end of the season or discussing the break after the season is over. The question is, are we seeing the beginning of the end for Love Island? The show, in my opinion, had a shaky start. Then to my surprise, it had a great couple of seasons in series three and four. But much like The Bachelor Bachelorette, as the rise of the concepts of the social media influencer has grabbed a hold of the show, the relationships have become less real, less believable. I know Chris touched on this in the last show. I find it hard to believe that any of what we are seeing now are anything more than situationships. And if that is the case, what is the future of the show? I found myself less and less interested in watching silly banter between two people that I'm not convinced really like each other. Mm. Certainly not investing in any of these couples. And I feel like if it weren't for the watch parties on Discord, I would have shut this season down a long time ago. I was much more interested in the shows that I have not seen before, like F-Boy Island and Beauty and the Geek. What are your thoughts, Hennessy? So I'll let you answer that first, Dave. But I think it's a great question. 
you know, I'd sort of forgotten about Beauty and the Geek. I think it's the Australian one. I, I've heard really good things from a few people about that. So, uh, you know, possibly one to check out. Maybe not to review, but just to uh, at least check out a few episodes. Um, it's a really gr- good point. I, I'm not sure a lot of these islanders really liked each other <laughs> you know we when liberty left we saw the tears and everything and and yeah i think i could get that it's a bit emotional someone leaving but apart from liberty and kaz there weren't really those kind of bromances and like girl relationships and friendships uh also i just think i i wasn't rooting really for any fucking couple in there out of the bad bunch, you know, I've been saying for the last week, Chloe and Toby, but the way Toby had behaved, you know, he became entertainment. So on a, on a reality TV context, he was, uh, you know, he was quite amusing. But let's not forget, if it wasn't for Hugo, and we can all say, well, was he just grandstanding? Probably, yeah. Chloe would have been home. Toby had picked Abby. And, you know, if Hugo would have gone with the girl, uh, what was her name, Georgia, that was it. Chloe was gone home, had gone home then. So, you know, I, I just couldn't really say I was genuinely rooting for anyone. You know, if anything, you're like, let's have a do-over, ship a bunch of other people in, and let's see if we, we can really root for someone there. So... I think one of the problems is, I think, a lot of the guys, well, well all of them are raging narcissists. I, I think I always make yep. my point clear about that one. Um, but he's right. I do think the, the age of the influencer has just, it's permeated this series now. Is, is there really anyone who we think, right, they've just gone in there for a bit of a laugh, uh, don't even have an Instagram account, Chris. They, they're just looking for love. That's it. They do their bit on the series and then walk away. No, all of them have got their Instagram accounts. All of them uh, have gained more followers since being on the, the show. You know, yeah. uh, whether that's creeping up a little bit or, you know, like Millie, she's, she's almost a million followers, Chris. I mean, that is proper serious influencer um, level. I don't know, Uh, (laughs) whatever it is, um, you know, you can get a lot of advertising there and what have you. So, yeah, I I just think it's it's unfortunate. But the other thing, I I think the bigger influence is all the guys are so young. I mean, Liam's won it. He's 21. 22, Dave. Oh, he had his birthday, didn't he? It was a fucking non-event, wasn't it? But um, (laughs) yeah, so he's 22 now. And it's like, come on, you're wanting people to be in there. For me, if I I could have anything, you would have people who who are a bit older, have tried other things, not had the greatest time with relationships, and then, you know, go on to Love Island to to try and find a connection there. It's it's a pipe dream, I know, but I, I just think we have to face it. All of these uh, top, let's call them top tier reality dating shows, I think you're not going to see a time now when they're not full of influencers. No, and I'm so glad you said that because two things. I You sent me a, a link to Hugo and Chloe having, uh, not Chloe, Hugo Amy. and Amy having this fussed up. We had the whole fake Love <laughs> Island great. where they're both walking <laughs> down. But I don't believe her, Dave. Hugo's a bellend and can talk himself into a friendship, even if he's married with two kids, that guy. He's an absolute clown and he is an idiot and he's fucking cringeworthy. But she was in there for the right reason. She wanted, she used Hugo to get in the villa. She thought she had she better options. For- she didn't. Sorry, did you say she was in there for the right reasons? Or no, wasn't? no, she was in there for the wrong reasons. She she yeah. got with Hugo in Casa Amor just to get in the villa. And then she had the audacity yeah. to say that he friends owned her. She was just a bit of pride. She's a fucking influencer or wannabe influencer. They all are. I think you talk about Amy. Amy's one of the only ones who probably wasn't in there as much as all the others, but she's had a tidy little career out of it in, in Curtis's series. They're all in it for that. And, and that's where... 
the flip-flopping in relationships like come, you could see it so apparent Danny leaves and then uh, is it Lucinda goes straight for Aaron, doesn't she, and stuff, you know, because she knew she had to make a move to stay in there. We, we called it, I mean, that sounds that seems like weeks ago now, but we called it, but Dave, I've got a fucking pitch of a show. Now, I did pitch it to you and the guys on Discord tonight. <laughs> but just so you're talking before, about Before this. the pitch, I will just say, shocking news. So I think it was Hannah who said on the Discord, Aaron and Mary are, are in the friend zone, Chris. Shocking. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't watch after Sun the other night, and Sam said that. She literally said, I've gained a friend. And obviously, I didn't. A, a best friend, to be fair. But... A best friend. But that's bullshit, isn't it? Because it was all the love stuff on it at that the, point. The until fucking leave. stick that they were giving Kaz and Tyler for voting for them because they weren't, because uh, they were more compatible than fucking Brett and Priya. And then you know, this happens. I, uh, it's just nonsense, isn't it? But it's sorry, pitch away, sir. Right, so we've got Love Island. We're all saying, why can't we have 30, 40-something-year-olds? This is the pitch. This Now, I'm copywriting this for me and you, Dave. You know, obviously, I'll get a 90% split. You get 10% just for being along for the ride. <laughs> but we're not calling it Love Island. We're calling it Belly Island, Dave, right? So, and the tag is, if you've not got a wobble, then you need to fuck off back to the UK. That's it. I'm not pitching anymore. It's the fucking it's the, worst. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is what I'm thinking. Everyone says it. Why can't we see like 30, 40-year-olds in there talking about mortgages, you know, fucking hemorrhoids, fucking grey hairs, nose hair, whatever. You know what I mean, Dave? Um, erectile dysfunction, you know anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? But anything. That would be normal, and they're just normal people. I'm telling you, someone is making this show now, and we need to make it before they get there, Dave. I obviously will be the presenter. You'll be the fucking guy on the mic, as I said before. Maybe we should forget Love Island, go more for our age group. It's going to be there, Dave. It's there. It's calling for normal people to go on there. If you've not got a belly, you're not allowed in, Dave. That would be perfect, absolutely perfect. And, and I think we would probably get some proper... Uh, drama then as well because people just wouldn't put up with bollocks would they they'd be proper shit no one's bothered about being an influencer I mean what are you going to influence the blokes are going to fucking advertise for Giacomo maybe that's about it the girls Dorothy Perkins Dave perfect absolutely <laughs> perfect fucking fodder you know what I mean I don't it's, think it's, anyone's uh, watching that to be honest I don't think anyone's fucking <laughs> listening to me now Dave either, but there you go <laughs> I, I don't know I, I think the closest we came was that Labour of Love series wasn't it but I mean God. all the blokes were like 40-ish 40 plus yeah they're all geared but, up though aren't they they're all fucking yeah exactly they were as bad as the younger crowd um, yeah. and, and again I think that, that everyone on that series was fake as fuck, weren't they? So yeah. I, I don't know if age is, is the only factor because um, you can still have, you know, people being wannabe influencers at, at that age as well. So I, I think the sweet spot is kind of around the 30 mark. I think, you know, at that point, you know, I, you can put in more normal people. But you were saying the other night, like even Coach Trip, has gone the way yeah. of the, the younger crowd and the influencers, hasn't it? Oh, it's bullshit, Coach Trip. I mean, I love Coach Trip, and, and you know I've applied a few times to go on. Obviously, they didn't direct me to Naked Attraction, Dave, but I have been in there and, and spoke to the production company even up to a few months ago. I was like, oh, I'd love to go on Coach Trip. One of um, the family wants to come on with me. But they literally do the whole thing, so they end up in a beefer. Other than that, it's, it's, it's been, I mean, you haven't been able to film it with Brendan. I love Brendan uh, Sheeran, who, who presents it. I absolutely love him. And I love the original stuff where it's like 56 year old couples going pottering. It all kicks off, and you've got young gold, a great dynamic. You know, they should be that. And then they just decided about four years ago to change it to young and put it on E4. So it went from Channel 4 to E4. And yeah, mm. it's been good. And one of the celebrity ones was pretty good, but they were all influencers. They love Island Rejects, Geordie Shaw. They were all on it, all all the ones that you were seeing, and it's. I know Coach Trip is more of a lower budget thing, but it's it's exposure being on telly, like doing come dime with me and things like that. It's just a shame because Coach Trip is ace. Honestly, it's one of the best ones out there. I love it, and I know it's half hour and nonsense, and you get a red and yellow card for giving shit, but it's the awkwardness of having to vote in front of people. That's what kicks it all off on Coach Trip. That's what I love. <laughs> yeah, but. Um... 
But I mean, what, what do you think, Chris? Because there's been a lot of talk about what is the future of the show. I think a lot of people have asked that question this series. I, I don't. I, I think the well, the, there's been a lot of noises like this is the start of the end for Love Island and whatever. But I, I can't remember I, if I said it on the podcast. Like the Just Eat deal alone made ITV fifty million quid. Yeah, it's not going. You're not walking away from that, are you? (laughs) You are absolutely not. And people can get angry at the show; they can get fed up and frustrated. We are exhausted, aren't we? We're like, thank fuck, that's finished. Come the next season, we'll be right there again. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And it's like the X Factor in that. You know, I know the sunset in the X Factor at the moment because it's gone on for years, but. Simon Callow, the X Factor, Britain's Got Talent, running literally, you know, top, basically they bookended the year, didn't they? At the start of the year was Britain's Got Talent pretty much. And then the end of the year is always X Factor because they bring the single out like 10 days before Christmas and all that bollocks. So so they've changed that. Love Island started doing, if you don't remember, Dave, before the lockdown, they did a, a winter one, didn't they? You know what I mean? They went to South yeah. Africa and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's no saying they're not going to do another winter one. Again, look, you can't walk away from that money. I mm. think, honestly, the people who are younger than us, at our age, we're all like, like you know, you listen to what Hennessy's put, and he's, he's totally correct. It, 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 is it the beginning of the end? We've had it. We're all just like, we're, we're doing it because we love talking about it. But it's farcical now because it's all manoeuvred around, not love, it's just manoeuvred around what who can not make the most fucking mistakes and, and get the career afterwards. And that's where it needs addressing, but I don't think they can. I just don't. Kids nowadays are looking, growing up going, you know what? If I've got the looks, if I've got a bit of summer and I go with a management company, I might get on Love Island and the setup. They've, they are set up for fucking ever if they work it right. You know, they'll buy us a buy a house and everything. They might end up having to work later on, but they'll have a hell of a fucking time in their early to mid twenties if they get on Love yeah. Island. So yeah, it's, 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 it is a bad, if you think about it as a parent, it's a fucking terrible career path, but it's also a way of making a lot of money doing absolutely jack shit. Mm. And I think let, let's face it, who is watching fucking ITV two? at nine o'clock tonight, (laughs) you know, uh, half the country, you know, you've got people from overseas watching it as well. I I just think the amount of extra viewers that ITV2 get uh, is, again, they're just not going to walk away from that. Now, if anything, Chris, I hope that they can mix things up a little bit, but then... The problem is, I think, us as viewers as well, we're kind of nostalgic for some of the older games. It's like, oh, you know, where's the Twitter game this season? Oh, they're not going to do the Twitter game. Be kind. Absolute bollocks. The the movie night was worse, you know, you might say. So, I don't know. Some of the things are so formulaic. I, I wish they'd change those up a bit. And I think they got the balance a little bit wrong this year with, you know, the the drama wasn't created with kind of uh, love triangles and awkward situations. The only real awkward situation was like, you know, Brad and Lucinda, one of you has got to go. Um, but then it was over pretty quickly, wasn't it? You know, Brad decided he was going to go, you know, things that really put couples under the uh, under pressure. But they seem to focus on the the real negative drama. And you said the other day, you know, there were fun bits in the Unseen Bits show. Yeah. Bits that we don't see in the main episode. So they prioritized, you know, this real negative drama this season. So I think they, they just need, they don't need major surgery. They just need to tweak a few things and, and just try and keep it fresh. You know, things like the baby game. I don't know anyone who loves that, Chris. No. <laughs> but you know, there could be people out there who are like, oh, it's not Love Island if they, you know, they don't wake up to the babies crying and what have you. So I, I don't know. I, it's definitely not going anywhere purely because of the the figures that and the money, the revenue that it makes for ITV. Um, but yeah, hopefully it can evolve a little bit as well. No, definitely. Now, Dave, our second email is from our great friend Denise as well. 
Big thank you to everyone who's emailed in this season. You know, we, amazing as always. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. Denise has put, didn't see that coming. So the moral of this, this year's Love Island story is cheating on your girlfriend is endearing, but calling your girlfriend, calling her your girlfriend, i.e. Jake, again and again will make you the most hated guy in the UK. And that's a great point, actually, Dave. I need some deep dive analysis on how Kaz came forth behind Faye and how or why viewers gave Liam a pass on his scoundrel behaviour. I was gutted Choby didn't win. But let me not go without saying I couldn't have enjoyed the series without you guys. Lots of love from your biggest fan, Denise from Brooklyn. Now, Dave, New York again, class. Thank you, Denise. Brilliant, brilliant email. So she that one day. I think she's got a point, to be fair. Jake, mm. he didn't cheat, but obviously his behaviour wasn't great. And he became like Liam's won it. And obviously, even Tyler, they were both getting pelters for what they'd done. Toby, mm. the same. Toby's just like, he's a cheeky chappy, but he cheated yeah. on everyone. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? I think you almost have to rank the, uh, the Love Island crimes, don't you? It seems to be that kind of cheating, and this is Love Island cheating, because remember, Chris, if this was The Bachelor... You know, snogging two people is a quiet night. Fucking hell. You, 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 they, they can snog six or seven people in one night on that fucking show. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, I really, I really uh, prioritize truth and honesty. Um, now, can you send the next girl in, please? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, then it's like, that, it? <laughs> I, I hate cheating. Now, uh, let me just get this breath mint out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the cookie monster, aren't they? They're just like, <laughs> come, come here. But yeah, it's like I say, there'd be uproar if uh, The Bachelor only snogged two people in one night. But anyway, that's a different show. So on this one, it is, I guess you could say, close to real life. It is cheating. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not a good look, is it? I mean, we were talking at, at the time around Casa Moore, you know, we've both got daughters. It, you know, it's not, it's not something I'd be happy with, you know, and Millie's parents seemed okay with, with the whole uh, Liam cheating thing. But yeah, I, I comes back to it again. I wasn't particularly rooting all four of those couples in the final, Chris. I, I've, I've done something, you know, and, and you could yeah. say Jake, and this is the point. Sorry. I, I went off a bit there. Jake became, I guess you would say hated um, because he was playing the game or, or he appeared that he was being manipulative and trying, trying to manipulate the game. And it seems that that is a, that is a higher crime than just cheating and just snogging someone else and, you know, spending the, you know, spending the night in the same bed as them. And and you know what, Dave, and that's a great point because I think with Jake, it's the psychological the side of the relationship. Stuff yeah, the gaslighting stuff. Yeah, that more, was pretty more, bad. More people are talking about that now, which it should be, because it seems to be that cheating's bad, which it always will be. I'll never, you know, I'll never condone that, and I'm sure everyone won't condone that. But it's something you can come back from. But when you're being a gaslighter and a bit of a bully, and you're so, and I'm not saying he's a bully, but you sort of you you belittling the person you're supposed to love and everything that's a difficult situation to come back from and i think that's why it's hit the public more we've called him out and quite rightly and, and then you've seen things well i'm not sure you know is he is he just not clever his dad's even come out and said the same thing that's his old man saying it but it, it's a difficult thing because so many people have been in that situation where they've had the self-esteem absolutely dropped to rock bottom mm. that this everyone's seen it and gone the bastard and look Quite rightly, yeah. I'm not forgiving it. I'm just saying that it is interesting that people are allowed to cheat and come back from it, but you're not allowed to come back from something like that. Mm. I think the gaslighting stuff only came in very late on, though. I, I think Jake already had that infamy before that. I, I think, and that was for the whole, you know, uh, the first thing was about, you know, saying to the lads, yeah, kind of like Liberty, but I don't want to rip her clothes off. And then he was having the discussion with her at, at like lunch or something and saying, you know, well, there are going to be other people coming in. You know, he was kind of getting himself ready to upgrade, wasn't he? You know, so yeah. we, we didn't like him for that. Um, but the, uh, 
I think the thing was really in Casa Amor when he was goading the other blokes to go and cheat. He's like, you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. So he, he was obviously, he had that status. And he was saying to the other guys, if you're not doing bits, you know, this isn't, you're not living up to expectations kind of thing. I can't remember the words that he said, but, you know, that was what got people's backs up, I think. Um, it was only really in the last episode. There must have been lots of stuff going off camera because Liberty was saying about like her lipstick and stuff. He was saying, you know, she was wearing like high heels and red lipstick and stuff. And Jake was sort of having a go at her for, for that. And we hadn't seen any of that. So I think the gaslighting stuff was a fairly recent revelation. And, you know, they, they were already halfway out the villa by that time. Yeah. Yeah. And Dave, look, how interesting is that? Though? Like you say, the discussion that we talk about on this show, how the hell have we kept this going for two months? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just no, no, but you're right. There's, there's just so much to digest and we all see it in different ways. And we've, we've had it, we've got called out, like, we, I don't agree with you supporting this or you saying this, or usually it's Chris, you're actually incorrect as always. But, you know, it, it, it's all things that is great about the show really is so yeah. no it's been brilliant dave absolutely brilliant and if you're ready dave i just want to uh, do the last famous roll call of honor if that's okay so take it away so big thank you to charlene over on facebook for running our facebook page chris and dave's reality tv cast everyone on there can't thank you enough all the stuff the pelters that you give us i love it honestly correcting us having jokes at our expense that's what honestly i absolutely buzz off that i think it's hilarious uh, get over there. If you want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality Cast, or if you've got an email, guys, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. We are probably going to do, if there is usually, there's usually a reunion episode a week later. So if that is on next week, we will be doing that and we will do a show off the back of that at some point the following couple of days. Um, not that I've told you this, Dave, but you know, I think we're probably <laughs> going to do that. Um, but anyway, big thank you to the patrons, patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. We have got more patrons than we, we could have ever imagined guys. Thank you for everyone supporting us on there and on discord. We've had such a good time this series. It's been great, honestly. So for one final time, Dave, on this series, anyway, we have Ken, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Haley Henderson. Oh, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. David, I didn't believe I said that you were doing it this week, this episode. And you <laughs> kept quiet on that. Then. <laughs> oh, no. So, Mr. Horrocks, I'm going to pass it over oh, to you. Let and me, oh, God's sake, right near the end. And, and oh, you, I could have got away if it wasn't them pesky kids. Yeah, you're going to yeah, make go me log into Patreon. Hold on. <laughs> Because someone will tell me off and go, you said Dave was going to uh, read it out. And they are correct. <laughs> I fucking forgot. So I apologize, everyone. God, that is a long list, isn't it? Oh, I've got yeah. No you better do it in one breath like I did, my friend. <laughs> not a chance. Right. So we have got Lucy, Shern, Helen, Abby, Charlie, Brianna, Chloe, Neve. Is it Neve? It is Neve. It is Neve, yep. Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, oh, Joe, that is, Helen, Libby, Katie, De Dee Dee, Hannah, <laughs> Ed, uh, it's down as David Brent, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafsson, Chris. <laughs> Brilliant. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, Dave, that's brilliant. Thank you. On a serious note, for me and Dave, and I'm sure I'll let you finish it off, Dave, big thanks to everyone. It's been amazing. We've had such good fun, and I can't wait for the next one because we're going to take a little bit of a break, aren't we, for a week or so, but we have got ready to mingle in the back pocket, potentially, that's going to start in the UK. So we need to find out a little bit more about that, but we're not going anywhere, guys. We're definitely going to be doing something. Maybe not something every day, and this is when mine and Dave's friendship will be tested because I'll ring him and go, Dave, this show's just started. And you'll be like, Chris, <laughs> fuck off. Right, we're not doing it. So uh, we will forget. be doing something. So anyway, did, Dave, over to you, mate. We did say that uh, we weren't going to do the daily thing. <laughs> we yeah. just fell into it and ended up doing it again. So no, it's been awesome. Um, yeah, so Ready to Mingle is our 
probable series. But yeah, we're just going to take a week off and then we'll we'll announce something. If you do want to listen to us a little bit more, you can always get us over at the VHS Strikes Back as well. We currently have a poll running on Twitter. So Chris, we've got some great sequels, haven't we, coming up? So uh, And I can't call where this one's going to go. So the current leader is Lethal Weapon 2. So this is all sequels where we've already covered the original. So Lethal Weapon 2 is currently top. Then you've got Die Hard 2, um, Godfather 2, and Beverly Hills Cop 2. So whichever one of those we're going to end up reviewing next, uh, I think I'll be happy with, and I think you'll be happy with as well. Oh, they're all my favourite films. So I even said to you yesterday, didn't I say, you buttering me up for something. I was waiting for the punchline because <laughs> what a poll. It's not a horror movie. It's actually four of my favourite movies ever. So I can't <laughs> wait. And obviously we do do the Comics in Motion podcast. We do the TV movie reviews. That's our baby. But we have a massive network of people on that channel who do all sorts of comic book uh, based shows from you know different things so we, we are on there every week our show comes out on a friday but that was our baby one day for like three years that was our first podcast so uh really th- we keep that close to our heart that one and also we've got the office as well we do back to the office which comes out every two weeks which we're going through the ricky gervais uk version so that's on everything we've just said is on all the podcast catching apps guys so please get on there it's, it's, it, if you want to Listen to us a bit more. And what I would say to every single person who's never listened to the VHS Strikes Back, there's only one episode that will get you involved on that one. Please seek out, and who knows, the American Pie episode. That's all I'm going to say. The American Pie episode is one of our most downloaded and the one we get the most chat about for a certain section towards the start. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. The, the tagline for that one should be too much information. Press ups. Uh... Yeah. We say press ups, <laughs> but anyway, give it a listen, guys. Give that one a listen. All right, mate. As uh, Big Chris would say, it's been emotional. And thank you so much uh, for, you know, for all this time that we've spent uh, during this series. Thanks to everyone out there who's been listening as well. I'll say it for the last time, but I'll see you next time. Bye.